like this dude to bet sports. Dude to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to bet sports, where degenerates go. Dude to bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? We're here. We're back. It's the Dude to Bet Sports Show on a Monday, and we're here to kind of recap the first quarter of the football season, season whether it be college or NFL. Kind of go back uh, through the standings here, kind of give, give our takes on some of these teams. So it should be a good show. Before we get going on all that, I do know you have a bet you really like tonight, uh, Monday Night Football game. So why don't you go ahead and, and, and kick us off with that? Okay. Uh, I haven't checked lately. Are the 49ers still favored? 49ers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite currently. Okay. I like the Rams all the way in this game. I don't know how the 49ers are favored. Do you? I don't. Uh, we just talked about it. Mike Samich and I just talked about it on the Magic Mike show, and uh, he did. He had the same idea. He said, I think the wrong team is favored in this game. Yes. I think the Rams should be a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. We said two and a half. So yeah, we're about, we're pretty pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just uh I've not seen anything the 49ers have done to make them favored over the defending Super Bowl champions. And what could you point to, right? Yeah, they've got offense issues. Uh defensively, they're very, very good. So they'll have a shot. But I, I would take the Rams. I think the Rams can score more points. I think if the Rams get to 20, they win. And I think the Rams can get to 20. So I like them a lot tonight. I, I, if we'd have had a best bet show today, I wouldn't even have hesitated. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And, and Jason's going to agree here. He says he has the Rams as second leg of a few teasers. And a good evening to Bree uh, joining us once again tonight to say hello to her. Uh, yeah. I, I I think uh, we're all going to agree on this one. Yeah, we we kind of talked about it, and at least I, my my major point was, if it's a close game, the skill players on the Rams will be able to make a couple of plays to kind of pull yeah. them through. And yeah, it is a big rivalry. That's a very big rivalry. You know, it's a big game in the NFC West, which we'll get into here in a little while, uh, which has been kind of a disappointment to this uh, this point. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if the 49ers lose, they're one and three. But they started out that way last year, too. So anyway, I don't they're in they have turmoil at the quarterback position. Well, I mean, they 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 bench a guy and they're done with him, and then they sign him because they realize that they need some kind of insurance yeah. policy. Then the guy they really wanted to play gets hurt, and now this guy's back, you know, and so it's it, it's not good. I I think he gives them the best shot to win right now, though. So uh, I think they should be okay there, but they're they're trying to work some stuff out. And look, they've had, they've had two bad losses on that resume, and you know they need to win tonight without any doubt. But yeah. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. No, anymore. I don't. I, I think the Rams win if they if they don't turn it over. Yeah, and that's going to be a big key. And this is a defense in San Francisco that can force turnovers without any doubt. They're very physical up front. They're they're pretty good on the line of scrimmage, both sides. So. Uh, they really just need the offense to start gelling and come together some, and I think they're a decent team. Tonight's going to be tough, and, and people forget that Rams defense is pretty good too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, I, like I say, I think if the Rams can get to 20, they're going to win, and I like the Rams' chances of getting to 20. I don't see San Francisco scoring a lot of points. No, so. hard, hard to say they're going to, especially after the performance uh, on, uh, well, I think that was Sunday night football last week when they were just oh. awful. 
uh, against the Broncos. The Broncos yeah. got beat by the Raiders yesterday, so that yeah. kind of shows you what they're made of. So, yeah. well, what do you want to do? Do you want to start with college? Uh, whatever, whatever you want to do. Uh, I guess we probably should get the griping over with first, but I don't know. Whatever you want to do. We're going to, all right, we'll start with college. We'll do it. So what we're going to do, we're going to go through the major conferences, the power five conferences, kind of give our takes on what we see of um, some of these teams early on and kind of give an overall, okay, who is the best team as of right now? So we'll start with a big 12. I wanted to start there to get it out of the way. Like we all predicted in the uh, uh, preseason, the Kansas Jayhawks lead the Big 12. No surprise there. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, the Jayhawks uh, are ranked number 19, 5-0. That's got to be the biggest shock, or is it? Because Oklahoma is 3-2 and two and non-competitive in a road game against TCU. Do you want to start with the Sooners? What happened? Okay, let's get this over with. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I know Nebraska isn't very good. Right. I mean, we know that. But OU could have scored 80 on them. They could have beat them as bad as they wanted to. And by the way, Nebraska came back, and I know Indiana's not very good, but they scored 35 on them Saturday night and beat them. They look like a real team. Like they look like a football team, at least. Well, yeah, the offense of the Sooners. Yeah, I mean the defense of the Sooners stopped a decent Nebraska offensive team with a quarterback that could throw it. Right, and made them look terrible. Right, and now suddenly that very same defense looked like they have never played a football game before. Yeah, and it's baffling. It's baffling. I I don't have an answer. I uh, so the Kansas State game. I told you walking out of there, and I told people on the show that to me the best team won that game. Kansas yeah. State looked better than Oklahoma, and you know what? Yeah. There's we lost a lot of guys, and we're not that talented. And it is what it is. I was not upset with the coaches right. Right. at all after that game. And I wasn't really upset with the players. They played hard. They're, they weren't they weren't good enough to win, right? Yeah. This at TCU is alarming. It is. If they would have went to TCU and played hard and got beat again, I'm I am a very realistic fan. Yeah. Very low expectations of the season. I wouldn't be upset if they got beat. Right. What happened last Saturday has me very concerned about the future of the program. Well, I'm not. I'm not that far yet but i have to pat you on the back because you were more realistic of the two of us when it's usually the other way around <laughs> and you hit it you hit it and uh i'm i'm concerned no doubt about it but i because the thing that bothers me more than anything is i thought they quit I thought their defense quit. They did. I didn't think the offense did, but I thought the defense did. And that is very, very alarming when all we've heard is toughness, 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 and we're not going to do that anymore. And I thought they quit. This was far and away the worst performance we've seen in years. Uh, we've lost some games, but not like this. And so uh, 
it's just really bad. And uh, I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know why guys are running free. I don't know why people are blowing coverages. I've heard all kinds of excuses. The one that really gets me is, oh, our scheme is too difficult. Well, it's the same scheme he used at Clemson. And if it's too complicated and too difficult, how come their players could do it and our players can't? Yeah. So what? That's just uh, saying we got stupid players. It's not too complicated. No, it's not. I can. You know, there's several things. We aren't very good. That's obvious. And you're right. We're just not. Well, How, I don't know if they fix it. And then you add on all the injuries that they had in that game. That's alarming to me too. Yep. About every play, somebody was getting hurt. Yep. This this reminded me so much of the John Blake era that it's scary to me. It is. It and is. I want to make something very clear. This is my all-time favorite coach other than Bob Stoops at Oklahoma is Brent Venables. I love Brent Venables. Mm-hmm. I am very skeptical this is going to work. I'm so I hate to say it. I know. This game was a disaster. It was. From the they got penalties, they got injuries, they blew coverages. Mm-hmm. The only difference between this this team and those Blake teams from the '90s that were losing records and absolutely atrocious was special teams. The special teams is fine. They didn't get kicks blocked. They didn't yeah. allow kickoff returns for touchdowns and punt returns. Yeah, this was atrocious. This comment is the thing. Jason says, "Got to be patient. Give him a couple of years." It's not this game against TCU is not about that. The Kansas State game, for sure. What I saw against TCU, there's no time to be patient. Kids <laughs> quitting, kids not knowing what to do, yeah. guys not being ready to play on yeah. any level whatsoever, turnovers, penalties. That ain't got shit to do with anything but a lack of coaching. They were not ready to play. They were not schemed correctly. That is, That was one of the worst coached OU teams I've ever seen, period. And it's got to get fixed. And if, if this continues, he has to go. Well, there's no question if they keep losing games this bad. He has to go. You cannot get embarrassed. This is TCU. If they went to Alabama... I wouldn't be saying this. Yeah. TCU could have scored a hundred easily. And let me tell you something. If Dylan Gabriel hadn't got hurt, OU would have scored a lot more points. Okay. Maybe. And then TCU would have scored 70 easy on the Sooners. They quit in the third quarter. That's how bad it was. They They took pity on us. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. We got it. We need to send them a thank you note in the mail. And Kevin B is right. Listen, he's never been a head coach before. He's learning. Mm-hmm. I fully believe we're not going to play this bad again. Okay. I'm saying if we do, it ain't going to happen. Like this isn't going to work. I don't care. Now, if we go to Texas and we get beat 38 to 35 and we play our ass off, I'm not going to say that. No. If they beat us 55 to 10 this week, it this is not going to work. Well, period. if we don't have a quarterback, which is very questionable, and yeah. we get beat that bad. We can't 
we don't have a ch- if if Dylan Gabriel doesn't play, we have zero chance. And if that line is six and a half, which I have not seen it right yeah. now, that is the stupidest line I have ever seen. Ever you, it should be sixteen. Huh? It should be sixteen and a half. It could even be twenty and a half. Yeah, it's a rivalry. Now, here's the deal. Offensively, OU is very close. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you OU's problem, and. I hate to say it. Gabriel isn't playing very well. No, he's not. I like Dylan Gabriel. I think he's a good kid. And I think he I think he's capable of playing a lot better. Right. People are like, I hate this offense. You hate the offense because he can't hit an open guy. Yeah. If he will, if he will get better and play better, that offense is going to be fine. It will. Yeah. So there is something. <clears throat> but if we don't have him this week, and it's highly doubtful. You have to just throw the Texas game out. You just have to throw it out. They they don't have a chance. Yeah, Texas is decent, and they have a good offense, so they're going to score points. And we, with our backup quarterback, we don't have any offense. No, and you, listen, that's another problem. That's not. I don't really blame a coach for that. They no. just they got their quarterback is at USC. All right, and they and their and, and their backup. Is it South Carolina? Yeah, they got dealt with a weird situation. Gabriel isn't great. He, he's you can win with him though. But if you had a, him, they're just not going to have a lot, and that's I don't blame right. them for that. No, no. Yeah. if you had a good team around Gabriel, he would be okay. If you might the not defense win. was halfway adequate, yeah. and he didn't get hurt against TCU, they'd be five and zero. Yeah. He's good Absolutely. enough. He's not great. He's right. just so average to above average. Right. Everybody that's piling on him. That's just wrong. It's just wrong. The kid is not as good as what we've had, but who is? Right. I mean, we've had some studs. We have three guys starting in the NFL. One maybe shouldn't be, but anyway. And Caleb Williams is probably going to be in the NFL someday. Yep. So Dylan Gabriel's not a pro quarterback, but he's adequate. He's okay. And I think he's putting too much pressure on himself because well, he knows he has to make plays. Yeah. He, it, he to me, looks a little rattled, a little shaky, a little nervous. I think he's better than what he's playing. I don't think he's great, but he's better than what he's playing. Everybody get off his case. He's your yeah. only hope. All yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> that offense is your only hope. <laughs> and you saw Saturday. There ain't nothing behind him. So, yeah, we're going to have to live with him. And I'm okay with it. Again, yeah. I don't think he's played great. We're going to find out, again, if he doesn't play, this game means nothing. We cannot evaluate anything on this game. Correct. I agree. 100%. So throw this one out if he doesn't play. Yeah. The next six games will determine what this coaching staff is about. Yep. Because I just don't think there's anything you can do right now. I just don't think there is if he doesn't play. Yeah. You just have to get ready the best you can and hope you can go down there and get a break or two, maybe run the ball on him a little bit, run some clock, and keep it respectable. That's all you can do. Yeah. So I, I will say this, and I learned this a long time ago, and I told you this, and it is true. It's hard for us to realize when you're outmanned and you don't have the players, you don't look well coached. And that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to give you some props. Yes, the way we play, there is no excuses 
in the fifth game of the year to not know what you're doing on defense. There are no excuses for that. That is when you do look like you're very poorly coached. Now, if you're having trouble tackling guys, sometimes it's because you're not good enough. They're bigger than you are. They're faster than you are. The lack of speed in the Oklahoma secondary is so obvious. We got white quarterbacks outrunning us easily, and we have the angles on them sometimes. So we don't have the studs, and that makes you look poorly coached. You look really, really well coached when you're killing people. But this was a very, very, very disturbing sign. I know Brent Venables can coach. I know he's surrounded with guys that have been successful where they've been. So I'm not ready to say it's coaching yet, but there's going to have to be changes made, and we're going to see what they can do. That's going to be, you know, what kind of changes will be made. We are, and you're going to find out what he if he can do it because this yeah. is turmoil to a high degree for Oklahoma. So right now, looking at the schedule and everything, six and six, I would take pretty much right now. Maybe I would too. Yeah, I would too. The and, only and- game. Mm-hmm. When you look at things, and we'll go ahead and talk about the Big 12 here now. Okay, the only game that – I mean, I feel like they might beat Kansas because it's in Norman. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking they might beat them. They're probably better than Iowa State, but that game's in Ames. That's highly questionable that a team I saw the other day can go to Ames and win. The team you saw the other day is not beating anybody. No. They've got West Virginia, and that's another team that's beatable, but it's in Morgantown. Yeah. Don't see it happening. And then you have Baylor, and you got Oklahoma State at home. You're not going to beat those teams the way you're playing right now. And you got to go to Tech. No way in the world you're going to beat Tech and love it. So – Here's the deal. You you said it. Six and six. It's like, well, they kind of salvaged this. I, I'll say it. If they can go eight and four. Oh, my God. He has done a great job. They're not going eight and four. But I'm saying if they do, that's yeah. a barometer. He's going to be fine. I think but, if he goes six and six, he's done a good job. I, I, I'll do that right now. I, I'm not going to totally disagree. Like we always say in horse racing, it kind of depends on how they do it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like the Texas thing, and Pedro said, hey, if we lose big to Texas, it's okay. Not if we look how we looked last weekend, right? Yeah. If we're yeah. competitive and we're trying and we stay in the game, we end up losing by a few scores, I'm not going to be freaking out. But no. if it's a third quarter and they just quit playing because they're, they're up so much, then – no, it's not okay. So no. it'll be interesting. Let's talk about the rest of the Big 12 for a minute. Look at those ranked teams. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU all ranked. Um, you know, other than the Wildcats, they're all undefeated. Uh, I mean, who is the best team in this conference? Is it Oklahoma State? Well, I don't know, but would you ever think, if you were going to pick before the season started, four teams from the Big 12 that would be ranked after five games, I don't think you would have had Kansas, Kansas State, and TCU. No. 
This is just crazy. Yep. Who do I think is the best team? I don't think there's any question. It's Oklahoma State. Yeah. At this point, they have the best win. Now, some would argue Kansas State did because they beat OU and TCU, but that's not the best win. No. Oklahoma State went to Baylor and beat a very good Baylor team and beat them pretty easy. So that was impressive to me. And when you look at the schedule uh, down the stretch, I've kind of got these written down if I can read my writing. Uh, Oklahoma State, this is their road games. And, man, this is a big one. They got to go to TCU. Mm-hmm. It'll be tough. They got to go to K-State. They got to go to Kansas. And they've got OU. All on the road. That's a tough schedule. There's mm-hmm. games they can lose in there. They got Tech, Texas, Iowa State, and West Virginia at home. They ought to win all those. Uh, I'm not on the Kansas train yet. You know, I'm just not. You're going to have to. They're going to have to prove it to me. But you know, they got here's their here's their road games. They got to go to OU. Got to go to Baylor. They got to go to Tech, and they got K State. Yeah, they can win a couple of those. And at home, they got TCU, Oklahoma State, and uh, Texas at home. So I think I think Oklahoma State is far and away the best team. I think that win over Baylor might have given them the Big 12 championship. They probably will lose a game down the road. They shouldn't. Uh, TCU looks good, but I don't. You know, we'll, there's we're just gonna have to see. Yeah. So I think I think it's I think it runs through Oklahoma State right now. Kansas TCU this weekend will kind of eliminate one of those two. Um, K-State, I I think they're kind of building something. I don't think they're good enough, though. I think think the Cowboys are number one. I'm listening. What you did there. Hang on. I don't know what I hit. Uh, Uh, Go ahead. Say it again. Pedlo says that uh, get ready. It's going to happen as far as us getting blown out this weekend. I am ready. Oh, yeah. no, No problems there. Defensive backfield is horrible and has nothing to do with this coaching staff. The defensive backfield is pretty much the same guys from last year. Yeah. While they weren't good last year, Pedlo, they never looked like they did last week. I'm going to tell you that right now, my friend. No. That looked like me out there trying to defend those guys. So I can't agree uh, with that comment. All right. let's, Let's go on. ACC, and look who's at the top. It's Clemson. They got two big wins over North Carolina State and Wake Forest. thought Wake Forest validated that win for Clemson as they came back on the road and won. And you got the the Syracuse Orange up there at 5-0-2. I don't know that that's going to last, but this is pretty much Clemson's division, right? I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah. And if you look, look at the, uh, what is that division? The Atlantic Division. Mm-hmm. And then look at the coastal. Uh-huh. Look at the teams in the coastal division. <laughs> this is pathetic. <laughs> this isn't basketball. You got Duke and North Carolina at the top. And in North Carolina's average. And they might win that side. I think they're going to, right? Right. Uh, they're playing well, but they're not very good. You know, Duke's not not very good. Miami may come out of that. I doubt it. Pittsburgh lost a horrible – that was a horrible loss this week to Georgia Tech. Yep. That's just disgusting. That I just don't think a team that loses to Georgia Tech is going to come back and win that. But you look up at the other side, and my goodness, there's some good teams in the Atlantic. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I think Wake Forest is a really good team. I really do. I thought that was a huge win to go to Florida oh, State. Yeah. I don't think they're great, but to win that game, I like Wake Forest a lot. A lot of people. Um, they should have beat you. Yeah. Uh, talking about Syracuse for a minute, listen to their next six games, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're getting ready to follow, but go ahead. Yeah, North Carolina State, that's at Syracuse. They could accidentally win that, probably not. Uh, then they go to Clemson. That's a loss. Then they got Notre Dame. Don't think they'll beat them. They got Pittsburgh on the road. Well, that looks easier, but we'll see. Yeah, especially if they lose the next three. Right. <laughs> Florida State's at home. Could beat them. They could. And then they finish up the six games at Wake Forest. Yeah. So the poor old Orange may be five and six after those six games. I bet they win a couple, but they're going to fall. Yeah. They're, they're physical. Their defense is pretty good. They might be somebody at home. Uh, they'll give Notre Dame a battle, I think. Not to keep harping on this OU thing, but here's the deal. It's like, God, we, just, we don't have any players. There's no way Syracuse has better players than us. But well, I watch them play defense. They're a lot better than us. Yeah. That's, so, what, everybody's, that's what everybody's saying. Yeah. There's no way the players we have are as bad as what they look. No. No. They can't. Yeah. It's impossible. So. Yeah. There's that. I don't know. But Syracuse is one of the surprise teams of the year, and they deserve some recognition. They're they're a good team. I've watched them play. They're hard nosed. I, I I'm not ready to call them good. I, I'll take that back. They are a very hard nosed team, though. They are. You go there, you're gonna have to play to beat them. That's so, right. It's a hard place to play. They have some nice wins. That Purdue win was a really nice win. It was. So give them credit. All right, Big Ten. No surprises. Michigan and Ohio State dominating this so far. Penn State right there, too. Talk about a team that probably wishes they're in another division. Penn oh, State, my goodness. Because they would be the perennial powers in one of the worst uh, halves of the division or of a conference in college football, <laughs> the Big Ten West. Uh, you know, it, it, it's is it as simple as Michigan, Ohio State here? Well, I, I think Penn State's got a shot. I think they have a chance. Uh you know, they play them both. I can't, I can't see any way they beat them both. It's probably going to come down to Michigan, Ohio State. But you can't throw Penn State out. They're hard-nosed. You know, they're hard to beat. Look at that West. What a what a mess. Mess. And do you know who's playing the best right now? I do. Go the ahead and brag Penn on them. Illini from yep. Illinois. Yep. So I looked up their schedule somewhere. I have it somewhere. I swear I do. Here we go. Now listen to who they've got. They've got a shot. They play in the West. Yep. All right. They got Iowa at Illinois. I think that's this week. And they should beat them. You bet they should. Yep. They have Minnesota at Champaign. Minnesota lost yep. to uh, who was it beat them? Purdue. Purdue, yeah. At Minnesota. Yeah. All right. The next week they go to Nebraska. That's a huge game. They have Michigan State. They're weak, and they have them at home. You're not reading any game they can't win yet. No. The big game, I think, is Purdue, and that's at Illinois. It'll be a tough matchup. I kind of like Purdue. They've lost a couple close ones, but, yeah, I mean, they can beat them. Now, they're not going to go to Michigan and win. No. That's their crossover game, one of them, over to the other side, and they finish up at Northwestern. They – they conceivably <laughs> lose like three. I would yeah. Say. Yeah. 
I mean, what a job he's done. It's, it's been good. They were competitive last year. They were. And they drilled Wisconsin, and Wisconsin was so embarrassed they fired their coach. <laughs> right. And you you called that on the show. You said, I think Illinois is going to cover that. And yeah. they did. And not only did they cover it, they, they won by 24 points. So Were you shocked that they fired their coach after shocked. all the success he, they've had with him? Shocked. Something is going on up there. You don't fire guys won that many games. I mean, they 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 started to go down during the COVID year, and everybody gave them a pass, and they started off bad last year, but they ended up nine and four. Yeah. At Wisconsin, you I think you need to be pretty satisfied with nine and four. I mean, that's not what you want there, but it's not bad. And then this year you fire him after five games. I, I that was I when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy, and the fact that this is a Wisconsin guy, like, so yeah. it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Kevin V said had to be behind the scenes scene stuff. I'm reading that the interim is who they wanted to run the program, so maybe something's going on we don't know about. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah. I I was shocked to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, so. it's just, and you know, I kind of called this last week too. Minnesota cannot stand prosperity. Well, that's it's it. Minnesota was playing the best out of yep. that side, and then yeah. they did that. Yeah. So. you got to win that game at home. You have to. You have to. So yep. it's, it is what it is. Yep. Uh, yeah. They, they just could, like I said, they could not stand winning. And uh, we talked about it. We both took Purdue in that game. We talked about that on the show and said, hey, <laughs> they'll cover, and Purdue is going to beat somebody. They're playing uh, – they're not playing as good as they probably should be, and yep. it turned out it was Minnesota. So, But I was shocked that – Purdue beat them like 20 to 10. Like they stopped them, you yeah, know, they did. They did. they'd have to win a higher scoring game than that. But yep. all right, Pac-12. And uh, I guess no surprise, USC is 5-0. and They're doing great. UCLA also 5-0. and They look sharp. Huge win over Washington. The Ducks have rebounded from a bad loss over Georgia. Bad as far as a point spread. Not a, yep. Losing to Georgia is not a bad loss. And Utah's rebounded from an upset loss to Florida week one. So, these top four look pretty strong to me. This conference is better uh, than we thought it was going to be. It's weak mm-hmm. at the bottom, but you got Washington is pretty good. Washington State can jump up and beat you. Arizona's playing better, and Oregon State's not awful either. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you look at the schedules, and I've got them down, I think Utah's got the toughest. Yeah. Because they have to go to UCLA and Oregon. And that's two toughies. They do have USC at home. They got another tricky game when they got to go to play Washington State on the road. Mm-hmm. So I think their schedule is pretty tough. I'm not sure they're going to get through that. They're probably the best team. They, well, I don't know. USC might be. But I don't know if they're going to get through that. When you look at USC's schedule, they've got the easiest, I mm-hmm. think. Because – Listen, they got Washington State, California, and Colorado at home. Those, if they had Washington State on the road, that'd be different. But they're not, I don't think the Cougars are going to beat them. No, in L.A., the Utah game, they're going to they'll have trouble there. They got to go to Arizona. It could be a trap game. Could be mm-hmm. play UCLA on the road, but it's in L.A. So is that really a road game? I don't think so. No, not the Rose Bowl is not a road game for anybody. No, so. I don't see them losing more than one. 
No, I don't either. Now, the one thing about UCL or USC, I should say, they have played the the bottom feeders of the league so far. They really haven't played a real strong opponent. But Um, they're not going to here. Well, you know, Washington State's better than anything they've played so far, is what I'm saying. So we'll we'll kind of see how they they match up. The fact that they don't play Washington Mm -hmm. and they don't play Oregon is a huge advantage for USC. Because, you know, when you get to thinking about probably Oregon, they might be the second best team. Maybe they're playing pretty well. They are. Yeah. And and their uh, road games are not too tough. And they have three home games left. And look at who they are. UCLA, Washington, and Utah are all in Eugene. They don't have to go on the road. Their road games are at Arizona, at California, at Colorado, and at Oregon State. And that'll be a tough one. But yeah. You gotta like their chances, man. If they can come through that. Uh, so anyway, it's uh, that's a pretty good conference this year. I don't like UCLA's chances too much. They have to go to Oregon. They got to play Utah. They got to play USC. I just don't see them. I I think they're gonna lose a couple of those. Yeah, I, I could see so as well. I, I and listen, you, you talk about hey, we gotta be patient. We gotta be patient with new coaches. Uh, forget about Lincoln Riley. That's another discussion. How about landing at uh, Oregon? They're oh, not, yeah. They're not pre- preaching patience right now at Oregon. Well, and they brought this up all day on Oklahoma Radio, too. How about the guy at TCU that just kicked the shit out of us? Yeah. That's his first year there, too. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look like they ha- were in a new system and didn't know what they were doing. So. I'm telling you, there's some bad signs. Uh, USC, last thing on him. He, he brought in Caleb Williams from Oklahoma, and that is huge because he's yeah. a stud. But the guys that have really made an impact, he got the transfer portal through other places. He did. They're wide, their star wide receiver and their star back. That, yeah. They're making a huge difference. I'm not saying Caleb didn't because he is. He's a great player. But those other guys around yeah. him are studs. Yeah. Um, I am very skeptical of their defense still because yeah. they're giving up some points and these teams they're playing aren't great offensively. No. But the USC offense is going to be a load for anybody. It's it's good. It's well. Really good. No one can argue what he can do with an offense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's, I mean, we're seeing that now. The guy we got now, I'm not blaming him at all for the problems, but the offense is not as smooth, and it could be the quarterback situation. We're not quite as good talent-wise either. You know, that's another thing. Can't get off this OU thing, but we don't have any pro players. There's nobody on that roster except the punter. Yeah. That's going pro. Everybody says Marvin Mims. I'm not sure he's that good. He probably will be in the, in the league. But is anybody else on that team going to the pros? Mims is a third-year player now, and he still can't be consistent. So that's a problem, right? At times he looks good. But, yeah, I mean, again, your offense stalls. Your off- offense doesn't look good when the quarterback isn't hitting all the open guys. Right. That's right? true. Like, guys are open, and a good quarterback, say, hits them 9 out of 10, and Dylan's about 6 out of 10. Yeah, and I'm not blaming the offensive coordinator at no. all. No. Like I said, guys are open. We're missing them. And so you're not going to score as many points when guys aren't, aren't hitting the And I'll say another thing. I'm not blaming the defensive coordinator either because he's the defensive coordinator in name only. Yeah. That's Brent Venable's defense, period. All right. All right. SEC, we'll, we'll round out the college football here. SEC, uh, obviously, Georgia and Alabama going to rule. 
Uh, Tennessee up there undefeated as well. LSU's playing a lot better. Old Miss is undefeated. You know, Kentucky lost, but they're still a pretty good team. I guess the question is, though, are we just heading towards that normal Georgia-Alabama clash? Will anybody be able to beat these two teams? Well, Georgia looked vulnerable, uh, very vulnerable Saturday. I'll tell you what, I thought they were going to get beat. I did too. But, you know, that happens sometimes. Yep. Yeah, so you, you, they're panicking in uh, in Georgia today. They're, oh, I've heard all kinds of stuff. Oh, my God, we're not very good and all this. So I, I, I'm going to give them a pass mm-hmm. on that game. And I'll tell you another thing. Alabama was in big trouble in Fayetteville, Arkansas, too. And the Razorbacks just pulled old, pulled old you stuff. Then just let them break three long runs. So you realize it was 28. I'm sure you do. It was 28-23. And Alabama has no quarterback. Yep. And it's third and 15 on their own 20. Yep. And the quarterback on a seemingly harmless play goes 80 yards for a touchdown. And that's it. Turn the lights out. That's the ball game. And you just can't do that. They had them right where they wanted them. Yep. But Alabama the, was beat. I think they were too. I, they okay. were. Here's the difference. If you, didn't, if you didn't watch the games, Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia, Missouri is what we're talking about. Yeah. The Georgia game, you just kept thinking – it's Missouri, and yeah. they'll they'll blow it, right? Like they yeah. they're not good enough, right. and everybody was healthy for Georgia, and they were you could just tell they were not ready. Right, Alabama when the quarterback got hurt, they couldn't move it, all right? not at all. And Arkansas was starting to roll. They got a, they got a trick play, well, uh, an onside kick, and they got it and scored points off it. Like I said, Alabama had no quarterback, Mm-mm. so all of a sudden it's like. If Arkansas gets ahead, they're going to win, and it looks like they're going to get ahead. And then, like you said, they just quit. And, you know, everybody's knocking OU for not having a second-string quarterback. Alabama doesn't have one either. Yeah. They were very uncomfortable with this kid doing anything. Yeah. Now, he can run the ball, and he made a great play. But then they broke two long runs with their running backs. And, uh, yeah. Well, their their problem is a lot like ours. They have no defense either. No, Um, we're good. And specifically pass defense. And so Young was just torching them. Yeah. They might have won 56 to 7. Probably they would have killed them. Yeah. But when that happened, and like I said, when they made it 28-23, they went for two. They made it 28-23 in the third quarter, and they went for two. And our, you know, our, our family was at the game, and, uh, you know, she texts me and she's like, what? why'd they do that? I said, I don't know. I don't either. Stupidity. It's too early to do that. And it almost gave Bama a little momentum, I thought, because yeah. they stopped it, you know? Yeah. And uh, anyway, big, big run. If they if they don't allow that big run, I think they win. They yeah. blew it. Yeah, it was a heck of a game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I watched all of that Georgia game. And I'm like, dude, I knew they were going to win. Eventually. The whole time it's like, maybe, maybe, no. You know, yeah. Well, when you look at the SEC, um, I don't. That was a great win by Mississippi for Mississippi. I watched the last part of that game after that OU thing got out of control. Kentucky should have won the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Kentucky, they got to be sick. Yeah. Their stomach. They had that game won. They should have won. Yeah. yeah. And they, I, they didn't get a targeting call. Did you see that, Aaron? Yep, yep. 
How could that not have been called? Targeting on a quarterback almost oh. always gets called. Right call out it. in the open. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I I I I don't know why Mark Stoops didn't go crazy over on the sideline. I mean, I, I they would have had to hold me back on that one. Maybe he didn't see it. So I still really like Kentucky, and I thought they played well. And and Mississippi showed me something too. They did win the game, and you know what? They're winning games with defense this year. You know, mm-hmm. they're so much different than what they've been. Mm-hmm. Lane Kiffin is a pretty good coach. He's oh no doubt. I think he's right where he belongs. You know. Yeah. Yep. He's in the SEC. He's probably happy at Oxford. He's not in the limelight because he's at Ole Miss, and he just can coach and keep his mouth shut. Make some quotes every once in a while is pretty good. But I don't know if they're going to make it uh, down the line. Now, they do have Alabama at home, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, But they got to go to Arkansas. They got to go to LSU. They got to go to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I don't think they come through that. Uh, undefeated. I don't think they do. So I, I want to go back to this real quick. Kevin B says any team chasing points that early is going to lose a coaching duel with Saban. Okay, here's the deal. So if you didn't see it, the, Arkansas made it 28 23 with like, I don't know the exact time, but it was midway third quarter, right? It was towards the end of the third quarter. Was it? Okay, it doesn't matter, even if there was no. one second left in the third quarter. Okay, so the thought process was we'll go for two and now we're a field goal away, 28 to 25. Right. If there's five minutes left in the game, you that makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? Yeah. You have a whole quarter left of the game. Yeah. So here's what that could have done, and this is why it is an it was an asinine decision. Let's say Bama gets the ball and, mm-hmm. and goes on like a five-minute drive mm-hmm. and settles for a field goal with like 10 minutes left in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Now it's 31 to 23 mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah. It was too early. And now, if you go and you take it and you score, you have to go for two Absolutely. to tie the game. Against Alabama. Why would you do that? Yeah. When all you had to do was kick an extra point, and then it conceivably, if you scored, kick another one, and it's tied. Yeah. I now, think again, if there's five minutes left in the game, you got to do it. Oh, definitely. But in the third quarter, that's what it was. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Stupid. The only thing I can think of is he thought we've got all the momentum. Let's go ahead and do it. But at the same time. But it still doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It didn't make a big difference. Even if you get it, it doesn't matter really because there's a whole quarter left. Yeah. And the best you can do with a field goal is tie them. Right. You know, it was was just a poor time to do it. It was stupid. There was, it was, it was, there was no reason for it. Yeah. None. So it was, it was very, very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, any way you look at it, Kevin, that's, that's That's correct. Kevin. Yeah. Any way you look at it, it's stupid. Yeah, it was not it was not a good decision. No. Uh, but I still like Arkansas. I think I they're too. good. Yeah. Huge, huge game this week for Mississippi State, which is ranked number 23. Okay. The Hogs. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready for this? I'm this ready. Is my bold prediction to end this college football talk for this show. Mississippi State will beat Georgia or Alabama. That's my prediction. They're going to beat one of them. They play them both. They're going to beat one of them. They do. They're going to beat one of them because here's why. Okay, they have Georgia at home. Okay. Here's why. They're good, but they're not good enough to get, like, the full attention of one of those two teams. True. 
They kind of play them in weeks where it's like, yeah, they might be looking ahead to other games, focusing on something else. If they catch one of those two teams and they're not quite ready to play, I think Mississippi State will upset one of them because their offense is good enough to put up points to get them in trouble. Well, and not only that, they're playing very well defensively. Yep. And that's a lot of people don't know that some Mike Leach teams can play defense. Mm-hmm. Well, the Texas Tech ones didn't, but the Washington State ones did. And now this team's playing very well. Uh, they get uh, Georgia, they get Alabama. Oh, gosh, I got to go to this. Hang on. Well, they get Alabama after Alabama has to go to Tennessee. Now, normally hey. that wouldn't be a big deal, but this year that's going to be a massive game. That's a very big deal. So they get Georgia after Georgia has to go to Tennessee. Exactly. That so, is a huge game for Georgia. They're traps. Both times the big two schools play them, it's a trap. Now, I get it. You're saying this is crazy. I'm telling you, they're decent. And he's a great coach. He is. He's got his offense going. Yep. I think they're going to beat one of them. I would take Georgia over Alabama because they've not been competitive against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would take – and the fact that it's in Starkville and Georgia's offense is a little sketchy. Yep. You know, it's not as good as Alabama's. So that's the one I would pick of the two. Uh, but I think Alabama – They've got a here's their here's their road games and they're difficult road games. They got to go to Tennessee. Tennessee is really dangerous because they can score. Yeah. And you get on the road and let's see say a couple of bad things happen to you and you get down maybe 14 to nothing, 17 to 7. Man, it's hard to come back against a team that can score. Yeah. Not saying that'll happen. It was a shootout last year. For a while, so they're at Tennessee. There's a little old team down in the West that's getting better and better, and that's LSU. Yep. Everybody overlooked them. They think Brian Kelly's a bad fit. There's no such thing if you can coach, and he can coach. They're getting better. They got to go to LSU. That'll be tough. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. This game between LSU and Tennessee is massive this it's week. It's at LSU. If Tennessee wins it, I'm getting ready to say, yeah, maybe they might upset Alabama or Georgia. But they got to, that's a huge game. They got to win that yeah. game. Uh, the next two for Tennessee are really tough. Uh, I think they have Georgia after the LSU game. No, they have Alabama. Oh, they have Alabama. Okay. I knew they had one or the other. So, yeah. These Big next difference, two. right? Now, here's the deal. You're right. If they beat LSU on the road, I'm ready to get on the Tennessee wagon. Yeah, I'm not yet. They've they're 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 very good, and they're playing well. But if they can go to Baton Rouge and win, I imagine that's a night game. Uh, man, that would be an impressive showing. They should beat them. They should. But we'll see. Yeah, man, what a job coaching that would be to take that train wreck from where it was last year at the beginning of the season. And to go to LSU to run your record to five and zero in the SEC—that's pretty good coaching. Yep. And you're going to have Alabama, Tennessee, if they were able to beat LSU, mm-hmm. undefeated on the fifteenth at Tennessee. So you've got your chance, right? So. Yeah. And by the way, Ole Miss has the prettiest uniforms there are. 
I agree. They were great. Those were great uniforms. Those were gorgeous uniforms. Anything they put on is good. Yeah. The colors, they, the way they match those up, they got the prettiest uniforms there is. I, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of turning into kind of a low key. I kind of like to watch Mississippi. So. Oh, I did too. I, I, I did last year too. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like Mississippi State. I've always liked Leach. So. Oh yeah, Leach is hilarious. We'll see. Hopefully, we can get some upsets. I listen. I have nothing against Alabama or no. Georgia, but I, I do like to see them lose just to kind of see the parody, you know. <laughs> um, so I think it's gonna happen this Me year. Too. We'll see. We'll see. All right, let's go. We went, we went too long on college. That's all right. The NFL seems a little more cut and dry. We'll get to it here. Let's go AFC West. Let's talk about the AFC West first. Uh, the Bills seem to be the best team. They did lose to the Dolphins. Um, past that, what do you think about this division as a whole? I think it's loaded at the top. I like both teams. Um, big win for the Jets yesterday. I got that one right. Mm -hmm. The Patriots are in big trouble. Now, the Patriots, uh, you know, down to the third-string quarterback, they played their ass off. They did. The the third string played pretty well, really. He's happy. I I don't know, though. They just don't have the talent, do they? They don't. They don't. I think uh, Green Bay was a little bit flat, maybe. I don't know. Didn't respect them when the third-string quarterback was in. Uh, Yeah, that did show signs of life. I think they have Atlanta this week at home. Somebody they can beat, so they could still get going. You never count them out. I think the Jets are, you know, they're not gonna win too many. It's a battle between Buffalo and Miami. I love Buffalo, I think they look great. Do you think Buffalo's still the big favorite to win this? I mean, is that your pick to win the division? Oh, I think so. I think they're a little more solid than Miami. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. And I, I, Miami quarterback situation, who knows what that's going to be going forward? So, yeah, the Bills. Still a big favorite. Now, this one's wide open. Oh, God. The Browns, the we're talking about the AFC North now. The Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, all two and two. The Steelers are one and three. I mean, I guess the Ravens are the favorite or no? Like, who do you think is going to come out of this? I like the Bengals. I have not wavered from them. I like Burrow. I think he's great. Uh, they got off to a bad start and have come back to win the next two. Pretty impressive. They could have tanked it after those first two horrible losses, but they've rebounded. I can't trust the Ravens. You know, for a guy that's coached so long, Harbaugh does the dumbest stuff. Did you see there where he didn't kick that field goal yesterday? Yeah. Yes, stupid. Just he's done, He does that a lot. He really does. Yeah. Well, I like the Bengals and the Ravens. You can't trust the Browns. You just can't. They're a joke. They really are. That you, there's no excuse to lose that game yesterday. No, no. They're, they're a joke. They're a total joke. Uh, I, I put Nick Chubb on the as the picture just to give this guy some oh, yeah. respect. This guy is wasting his career in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb is the best running back in the league. He is period. Good. He is good. And the fact that he's in Cleveland almost makes me want to throw up. He's so good. I've watched him so many years now. Yeah. Um, he's so good. And he is. they just, they just, they're a loser franchise. I'm sorry. Um, I, the Steelers, they'll end up upsetting one of those teams you watch, but Steelers are it's, done, though. it's just to get to next year. year. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals too. Listen, this, this Harbaugh, I agree. He's an idiot. He does some weird stuff. Yeah, I, I just I don't get it. 
you go up 23-20. You just kick it. Against them, too. I know. You don't mess around with Buffalo. You get a chance to take the lead, you do it. Listen, in the NFL especially, yes. take the points. You're, it's hard to score in the NFL. And it was late in the game. Yes. Really late, wasn't it? Fourth quarter? Yes. Well, and 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 you're at home. I didn't you you gotta you gotta take those points. You just have to. You have to, and you get beat, you get beat, but you get the lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. All right, let's move on. Uh well, who'd you say? You see Cincinnati? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Cincinnati too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is an interesting division now. The AFC South, everybody was ready to bury Tennessee. Now mm-hmm. they're tied with Jacksonville at two and two. Colts are atrocious. They're one, two, and one. Houston's worse. They're oh three and one. To me, it's a two two uh, team race here. I will side with Tennessee. What about you? No doubt, they're very well coached. They don't panic. They're tough. That was a tremendous win for them yesterday. They've righted the ship, and that division is a train wreck. I mean, Jacksonville. You know they're they're dangerous. They're dangerous. I don't like the Colts. The Colts are terrible. So I, I'm going Tennessee to win that division, just like they always do. Yeah, I I think Jacksonville's better. I think they're a lot better. I think they can well, give them a challenge. I think they're. I, I don't think it's just here's here it is Tennessee. Like I think Jacksonville will will challenge them. But at the end of the day, I'll take Tennessee because I think they're just a little bit further ahead than Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. What the Colts are just? I just I don't get it. I don't either. They're they got horrific. problems. They're horrific. All yep. right. I want you to explain something to me. I can't. I don't think. The <laughs> AFC West. The Chiefs okay. are three and one. Uh, Chargers two and two. Broncos two and two. Raiders one and three. Mm-hmm. Why does Mahomes look like the old Mahomes from the last, first three years of his career sometimes and look terrible other times? Well, that whole team played with fire in their belly last night for some reason. Why don't they do it every week? I don't know. I don't know whether they were playing Tampa, and that was the reason. I don't know. That offensive line got off the ball. They ran, Their running backs ran so hard. I know. And they look like a million bucks. So they've had two games where they've looked fantastic offensively mm-hmm. and two where they haven't been able to do much. So it is a mystery. Uh man, when he plays like that, how do you stop him? Why all of a sudden can't he do that every game? I don't know. So if you I didn't, think- if you haven't followed him the first three years of his career, that was every game. What you saw last night was every game. Yep. Right. Yep. Get to la- last year. Half of the games were like that, and half of the games he he. I'll go ahead and say it. He he looked bad. Yeah. Okay, this year in Indy. Okay, I'm talking about last year. Then you then you go to this year. He looked great. He did the same thing against Arizona. He looked fantastic. Yeah. yeah. He was awful against the Chargers. The Chargers should have picked him off three times. They were yeah. lucky to win it. He was awful against Indianapolis. They yeah. lost to Indianapolis. And then last night, he does that. Explain it. I, what I, a deal. I don't know. Because when he plays like that, they are the best team in the league. No, there's no question. And when he doesn't, they're they're not they're just average. Yeah, you know, and their secondary receivers played well last night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they just get, they just got on a roll, and there was nothing Tampa could do to stop them. I, so, I know, but Tampa, 
is a hell of a lot better than the two teams they struggled against. Oh, they're not. Yeah, I, I can't explain it. They just got ready to play. That's all there is to it. I know. I don't get it. Maybe maybe that's just it. Maybe there's a lack of motivation. I don't know. But that team last <laughs> night looks like the best team in the NFL. But Yeah, definitely this- the best team in that division for sure. Oh, without any doubt. And it's between them and Buffalo for the AFC. Yeah. And they play like that. Um, no one's close. I mean, the rest of this division, is, is it even worth talking about? I mean, do, no, we kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah. Chargers going to end up nine and eight, something like yeah. that. Denver, yeah. Denver, same way, probably. I don't know if they win that many. I don't know. All right. Let's move on to the <laughs> NFC. Let's say this about the division before we quit on it. Mm-hmm. They're not near as good a division as we thought it was going to be. Not even. Yeah, not yet. No, it's not even close. But look at this one. This is a red division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, NFC East, where we're talking about the only undefeated team, uh, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's them. Yeah. Listen, yeah. They, they they played really well against the Jags. Give them credit. They Eagles did. Good. Dallas is 3-1. and one. They yep. look they look good. They Very took good care win. of the commanders. Easy win. Yep. Giants are sitting there at three and one. Yep. I know. Do, do you believe we talked about the Eagles before that game and we didn't really believe in them as far as being the best team in the NFC? How about now? What do you think about them now? I just can't yet. I just I gotta see them play somebody pretty pretty good, you know, uh, on the road somewhere, I guess somebody. But they just keep winning and that's all you got to do. The NFL just keep winning. Yep. I thought uh, Dallas played really well. Dallas's defense is really good. It's good, and that kid in the secondary might be the best I've ever seen at knocking balls away from people. Yeah, the guy is fantastic. Yeah. So their defense is going to keep them in games. I would say Prescott will be back before long. I don't know whether they want him back or not. Uh, that's this guy can't keep. You know their offense wasn't great. Yeah, I want I want to go back to something I said last week that you laughed at. No, I, I did. They're much better with Cooper Rush at quarterback, and you laughed. How about now? I did not laugh. I, I, I you poked fun at it. Well, I just feel like we'll find out. But okay, I, I'm not a I'm not a high on him. Here's but looking at, looking at the Eagles <clears throat> down the road here, look at their next five games. Okay. The game uh, this week is a little tricky. They have to go to Arizona. Now, I would pick Arizona if they were coming to Philadelphia before I would add Arizona. <laughs> they can't win. They can't win at home. No. But that's a tricky game. Then they got the Cowboys coming into Philly on the 16th. And they have a bye. And their next four games, listen to this. Pittsburgh, that's at home. Yeah. At Houston. Washington is at home. And at Indianapolis. I mean, it's set up. They could conceivably be 10 and 0 with Green Bay coming to town on November the 27th. I you it's the NFL. You imagine they'll slip up somewhere. Yeah. Nine and one is certainly realistic. Oh that yeah. schedule. Yeah. So I, I know. I don't think they're that good, but you can't argue with the record to 4 0. So here's the deal with the Cowboys. Their quarterback, the way that team is built, don't make mistakes. That's, that's all right. you have to do. And that's what he's done. He can distribute yeah. the ball. They've got they don't have uh, you know, they don't have like 
three or four great wide receivers, but they have a really good wide receiver, two good backs. The other receivers aren't bad. Yep. Spread the ball out. Don't turn it over. You're going to win. Yep. So. You know, here's where the scheduling in the, in the NFL means a lot. The Cowboys have the first place schedule. Yep. So they still have the Rams. They've got Green Bay. Yeah. Actually, this isn't as hard as you would think. And they have Tennessee. So the rest of these teams aren't that well, they got to go to Minnesota. That'll be a tricky one. Yeah. But the, the rest of these aren't terribly hard. Mm-hmm. So, but it is a little tougher than Philadelphia. You know, I think it's going to come down to I, I I think we 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 aren't on the Giants bandwagon yet. Right, they they haven't really beat. They're it. not. They're not very good. Yeah. I think no. I think we're looking Dallas and Philly, and it's going to come down to the head to head. Who can yeah. who can beat each other? And you look at the Giants. Um, I don't think their schedules too difficult. Well, they, they got Green Bay, but it's in London. Uh, Baltimore that won't be easy. Uh, they've still got uh, Minnesota. Dallas has already beat them. That's mm-hmm. huge. They got to play the Eagles twice. So they could have a winning season, though. The Giants could lose to anybody, though. Yeah, they could. That's the thing. That's you right. know, they're, they are so unexplosive that they're, everybody's going to be in the game with them, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll see. They're much better, though. But Yeah, they might have a winning season. Yeah, they could. They could. I don't think they're quite there yet. But they're I mean, they could have a winning season. I don't think they're quite there as far as being like an elite right. team, anything right. like that. Uh it's gonna be interesting. I I I think this is a, a, gonna be a fun division. It's kind of fun. Philly's Philly's fun. They're a fun team. Um I'm yeah. I don't think they're that good, but I think who knows? They may be good enough to get we'll it done. See. NFC North, the Vikings and the Packers, both three and one, Bears two and two, Lions, poor Lions. Great, great offense, and now yeah. they have no defense. Right, so they're one and three. They're exciting to watch. They're good for fantasy uh, <laughs> players. But I guess again, it's going to come down to the Vikings and Green Bay. Yep, I don't think there's any doubt. The Vikings have the leg up because they beat Green Bay head to head already. I mean, who are you picking? You got to pick Green Bay, don't you? They're proven. Mean- they have the leg up because they beat them. They don't have the leg up because Green Bay is Green Bay and Minnesota is Minnesota. Um, Minnesota messed around, almost lost to the Saints. I, Green Bay's got problems too. I, this they is do. a pitiful division, in my opinion. I don't think Green Bay is very good, but I think they'll end up winning it. Winning it. I think they. I think they will just because of Green Bay. I, you know, Green Bay's got a tougher uh, road to hoe. They got a t- much tougher schedule than Minnesota. But you know they just they they're another they're just another one of those teams that knows how to win. Yeah, Buffalo. They got to play Dallas, uh, Tennessee, the Rams. That's some tough games in there. So a couple of Giants fans in the chat saying they got to play perfect to win. Yeah, I mean you're right. They they can't make a lot of mistakes or they're going to lose. Kevin B says we could lose to Oklahoma. No, that's where I draw the line. Kevin, you could not. So they could lose to a team like the Lions, who who Dennis still believes in. Like, like the, for example, they could definitely lose to the Lions, right? Because sure. the Lions can score. And they can. And if the Lions got to, like, 24 points, they could beat them. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it, it takes. So, anyway, we'll see. Yep. Um, What do we got left? NFC South. This division's well, a dumpster fire, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. 
it's terrible. Uh, pretty proud of the Falcons. They've won two in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, they went out to Seattle and won. That's big. And then they beat the Browns yesterday. Uh, I think, I, I tell you, the more I watch Tampa Bay, I think they might sneak in and win the division because it's so bad. I'm thinking they may be in for a disaster before this season's over. They just don't look right to me. Do they, you? They look terrible. They really do. And they look uptight. They, I don't know how to describe it. They just don't look in sync. You know, I think there's issues everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're very good. I, I haven't thought they're going to be very good all year after I heard all the Brady's drama. Yeah. It doesn't work. It just can't work. Uh, How I, many passes did he throw last night? Oh, he had a, he thrown a hundred. That's the other thing. That team is really not built for a fifty-year-old quarterback who can't no. move, right? No, and that's the problem. They can't run it, and they can't they they can't really protect him. It's you know another thing. They don't have breakaway threats. No, and they have to no. drive the ball and drive the ball and drive the ball, and he has to throw every down. This guy's incredible. Yeah, what they're asking him to do, and I don't, I don't know how many yards he had last night, but he's the only thing they had. Yeah, you know, yeah, and he sure. can carry him. I don't think so. Yeah, and Jason said it just—they look old, and he's right. He's right. They just yeah. look old. Falcons are two and two. They—they they don't look old, but they're the Falcons. I mean, yeah, Carolina, and Hyde. Uh, these two teams at the bottom, maybe two the two worst teams in the league, honestly. Carolina, it is it is disgusting to watch them. And the Saints, they're I mean, they played better this week at least, but they lost to Carolina two weeks ago. So yeah. The Saints probably are better than the Falcons and the Panthers, probably. Yeah. But could they win more than eight? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Dennis is a Saints fan. He's saying they're the worst. They're close. I mean, they just – they did show some life. So let's give them some credit this week. They almost won that game. Maybe they yeah. come home and play a little better. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go on to uh, the last division here, NFC West. By the way, if the San Francisco 49ers win today, tonight, I should say, mm-hmm. every team will be 2-2 two and two in this division. So that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I still like the Rams quite a bit. We'll see if they come through. I think Sylvain said he could win a, a lot of money if the Rams win tonight. So hopefully they do. We both like the Rams tonight to win. If they do win, I think they they really get a stranglehold on this division as, as much as you can this early. Um, I, I, to me, the two best teams in the division are playing tonight, wouldn't you say? I think so. The Arizona is so weird. You know, they can look decent and they can look so bad and the fact that they are so bad at home really hurts them you gotta win games at home mm-hmm. they were awful last year at home i think they won three at home last year or four yeah. yeah and it's just no excuse for it and they're all two this year at home they're not gonna win that division if you can't win some games at home but there's too many you know it's hard to go to la and San Francisco and win on the road. Mm-hmm. And even Seattle. I'm telling you, Seattle is one of those spunky teams. I still say Pete Carroll's a great coach. Most of us thought they were going to be one of the worst teams in the year. And look at them. They're two and two. You know, that was yeah. 
sure they haven't really beat it. Well, they beat Denver, uh, which is not much. Yeah. But I think this is the Rams division to win or lose, in my opinion. I think they're better than anybody else. Hundred two Arizona, not a not a fan. Uh, Dennis says good quarterback, nothing else. Uh, the quarterback is not good at times, though. That's the thing. He for a half he looked like he never played. Now the second half, like Papa Dude kind of alluded to, played really well. And I thought, okay, so maybe who knows? They got a big game coming up. We'll talk about it on Thursday. Uh, Doctor Tang says he thinks uh, Seattle is going to fall off a cliff. Rams or Niners? Uh, yeah, but he doesn't trust Jimmy G. I think the Rams are the team, right? I do think. Yeah. Especially if they win tonight. If they win tonight, they take a stranglehold. Yeah. I mean, it's very early, but that is a huge win if they can get it tonight. Yep. Yep. This would be a very big game for sure for, for both these teams here to kind of get, uh, like I said, if, if every team's two and two going into week five, well, I don't have to explain that it's very wide open. But if yep. one team's three and one and then the other team that we think is the next best is one and three, that's going to be a big advantage for the Rams. So. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's all we've got for today. Unless you have some questions prepared. That is. Well, big, uh, uh, I, I don't really. Uh, does Magic have one there? Let's see if Magic has some saved up here. Um, see, we've done a lot of these ones that Magic has on the back You're end. Of this. Okay. He gets them from the same place I do, I guess. Let's see. Near death experience. Oh. Have you ever had a near-death experience that made you aware of your mortality? I don't think we've done that one. <laughs> I don't know the end. I don't think I have. Have you ever had one? No. I can't think of anything. Uh, no. Nothing I can think of. How about this? This is good. Have you ever been convinced you were actually cursed? And if so, how did you break the curse? No, I don't believe in curses. <laughs> I don't either. I just don't. Usually if I'm something's going wrong, it's because I caused it myself. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been that way. I, it's one of my strengths, I think. When I when something goes wrong, it's usually my fault. And I, <laughs> I can kind of come to grips with it. Um, no, not, not really. I think I was cursed. No. I'm trying to see if we've done any more of these. Um, what was your worst first day of work? We did that one, I think. Uh, you believe in ghosts? We did that one. I don't. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't. I don't believe in a lot of stuff that that isn't really real. <laughs> uh, I got one here. I don't think we did this one. Okay. All right. Who is someone you greatly admired? famous or not, that did something really bad, totally letting you down? Oh, good one. Good one. I would think a lot of Penn State fans would have an easy answer to that. That's the first guy that comes to mind, like yeah. Joe Paterno, you know? Yeah, yeah, I never even thought of him. Uh, he always comes to mind because I always, I always, when that all would happen, I thought, what would happen if, like, uh, Bob Stoops, we found out something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How sick would you be? Sick. It is a big college with a lot of fans. They had to just been sick about it. Oh, yes. Yeah, that I, I totally forgot that. That yeah. was yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that you know, was... I honestly the one that really comes to mind, and it could be because I was kind of young when this happened, the whole Mark McGuire thing, you know, because remember he, you know, he played for the Cardinals, obviously, and he, he hit the 70 home runs and 
you remember how special that was and how just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and so, uh, Jesse came in right at this right moment. Barry Bonds would be another example where it's like, wow, I I wasted my whole summer following this guy, and it wasn't legit, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to say something I always have. Okay. When they were doing that, it wasn't illegal. Okay, that's true. So I'm I'm giving them a pass. I did not being in the Hall of Fame. I don't agree with. Okay, but it's still disappointing. Yeah, okay, I guess. When, you, when that was happening, I thought this is the biggest thing to ever happen, and now nobody cares about it. Well, that's true. That's where I'm at with it. And the fact that Bonds isn't ever going to get in the Hall of Fame or Roger Clemens, that's pretty stupid. Well, but it's, it's, it is, it, that's disappointing, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, you know? I got one, and I thought you would pick. Okay. And you probably just didn't think of it. Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tiger Woods, when that all went down, I mean, what Tiger Woods did for golf is just, it just ballooned into something. Everybody suddenly was playing golf because of Tiger Woods. Yeah. And I love to watch Tiger play. And it was just different. And yeah, he did things on the golf course you shouldn't do. He cussed and all that stuff. But I think I liked it. Yeah. He was different. He showed his emotions where most of those guys hit it in the water and they don't care. They act like they don't care. They're so calm about it. Tiger say every cuss word in a book and throw his golf club into the water too. And it was just kind of cool to watch it. I've always said about Tiger, off the tee with the driver, he was as bad as all the rest of us. I've never seen a great player be in the woods more than he was. Yeah, I know. He, he was would be so bad off the tee. He was better at recovering. That's oh, the thing. God. His recovery shots were incredible. Yeah. 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 And what happened to him with all of that? And then he got hurt. Uh, so disappointing. I think he would have broke every record there was. And, and that was very, very, very disappointing to me. Yeah. Jason's got a great one there, Lance Armstrong. That was another one that was really a letdown. Yeah. Uh, whenever that happened. I wish so. We, I wish somebody would think. Yeah, uh, Kevin's got Baffert. Well, yeah, but Kevin said with the the Bonds McGuire Sosa thing, a lot of people got into baseball again because of all that that happened. Oh, yeah. Because they were coming out of a strike and and mm -hmm. interest was very low. These guys got everybody back into the game, legit or not. And I don't think they get that credit for that. So, well, that's true. And 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 uh, Sosa and the way Sosa and McGuire. McGuire handled that uh, race. Yeah, they were darlings. Yeah. they. Uh, I think Sosa was in St. Louis the night Barry Bonds hit the home run. I think they were playing the Cubs, and mm -hmm. and Sammy went over and congratulated him, and it was it was pretty cool. Sammy Sosa was fun to watch yep. uh, back then when he was going good with the uh, with the Cubs. Ray Rice is another good one. That that guy was looked like he was a pretty good dude, and then that happened. Baffert, Medina Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one for sure. Uh, honestly, uh, I will say this, okay? I, whatever, Medina Spirit, it's whatever. What that did, though, okay, forget about the Derby for a second with Medina Spirit. It's bad enough. Baffert won two Triple Crowns for the first time in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And those are very special moments for me personally. Yes. And now I look back at them very differently. Yeah. 
It's kind of ruined it, really. It, it has ruined it. And I, I will be I, – Jared and I talked about this on the show. I, I, we got somehow it got brought up. I don't even count Justify anymore. No. And I probably shouldn't count Pharaoh, but I just – I can't get myself to say that, you know? So. Yeah. And I've said many, many times, why – Okay, why why did he cheat with Medina Spirit? Why? Well, because he wasn't good enough to win. So, <laughs> but why cheat when your legacy has already been sealed? You know, that, that's what pisses me off the most. You won those two triple crowns, and sure, there's plenty of speculation, but you got no hard evidence. And then all of a sudden, Gamine's getting positives, and it's like, dude, you better stop. You know, yeah. Charlatan's getting positives and then he gets one here and it's like, well, you just ruined everything. Congratulations. Absolutely. And it, it there was no reason for it. The guy was going down history as maybe the best horse trainer of all time. I know. And, and he, he might still, but it's tainted now. He ruined it and it's on, it's, it's on him, nobody else. So yeah. I don't feel sorry for him. I'm just pissed that I have to view horses. Another like arrogant is another one. It's like, yeah, I don't even look at him the same and yeah, that makes me angry. Yeah, Chad Brown could be out of the list. What about Chad? I don't idolize Chad, Dennis, so that's the difference. No, I never liked <laughs> No, and what you know, I don't I don't know him obviously and never been around him, but he did, from afar, he just kind of looks like a jerk. I, I he that's so unfair to say that, but he just kind of does. He kind of is, I think. Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Anybody think of anyone else? I'm trying to rack my brain and think of another athlete that really screwed up. There's got to be more. Oh, there's a lot more, um, you know, just depends on. You know, I never did like OJ that much. No, well, OJ would be a good one, though. Yeah, but I did think he was legit, you know. Like a nice guy. Legit. Yeah. yeah. He did those commercials. He'd been in some movies. He seemed like a very personable guy. Um that was pretty amazing whenever that happened. Yeah. Yeah. OJ. Absolutely. Yeah. He he definitely would be one for sure. Oh, yeah. He he really wrecked a lot of people on that. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Tanya Harding. <laughs> Pete Rose. That's good one, Jesse. Pete Rose. Well, Jesse, I couldn't stand Pete Rose. <laughs> he got I knew you were going to say that. I, I never liked that guy. Ever, I think he's arrogant. Great, great ball player. One of the best I ever saw. Yeah, but I thought he was kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah. And Kevin, I gonna, yeah, I was going to say Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I yeah. was going to say, but I was afraid I'd show some politics there. So, yeah, that was kind of dis disappointing. That was disappointing. Yes, yeah. without any doubt. And the thing about it is, whether you like him or not. We had prosperity when he was president, and we probably he would have probably went down as one of the greatest presidents ever. Well, if, whether you like him or not, that and he was a very popular president. He was. He's probably the most popular president we've had in recent years. Yeah. Even though he did that, so well, you know, I've actually had to had to meet him. I, I met not had to, but I met him once. Uh -huh. I was at his presidential library. In Little Rock to mm -hmm. stop in there to say I've been in a presidential library. I think that was the second one I've been in. Anyway, I walked in there in uh, it was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Anyway, security guy was there and and I said, uh, 
does he get out here a lot? He goes, he's here right now. Huh. And he sees up on the, in the penthouse upstairs. I figured he had four or five girls up there with him. But anyway, so he said he usually comes down here. Huh. And he, you know, he came out of that elevator. And just He had blue jeans on and just an old shirt like the rest of us. And just kind of walked around and shook hands. It was pretty cool. That is kind of neat. Yeah. And he acted like he was interested in what you had to say. So that was the thing about him. Yeah. He acted like he really uh, cared. Yeah. About that. That's so, why he was popular, right? Because he could, he could, he could talk to anybody. Well, and again, I'm not getting political, but just a personality type of guy that would be friendly to you, like W would be. And I, I yes, think yes. he was a great president, but I'd love to meet him, you know. Everybody that knows him outside of Washington, D.C. says he's as normal a human being as there is on the planet. Yeah. And so that's kind of appealing to me. Oh, here's a good one. Oh, Bill Cosby. Yeah. Golly, that's good. That's really good. That is really good. Totally forgot about him, but yes. that was a shocker. A lot like OJ, right? It seemed like a carefree, loving guy. Well, yeah, maybe even worse. Probably yeah, worse. Probably about the same. Probably about the same. Uh, maybe well well <laughs> once murder and yeah no it's about to say. no i mean shock i mean shock oh shocked yes yes <laughs> yeah what oj did was a little worse i don't know it's both pretty bad and only in this country could oj get away with it well that's true too <laughs> sort, of, sort of i mean he's walking free now but he's he got away with it but he's not ever really <laughs> going to be free <laughs> He's ruined, but he's stuck behind bars. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, he does get to get on Twitter and make videos. So, yeah, uh, Jared Vogel from the Subway commercial, another good one. Another good one. And you think you're, 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 you don't even know who that is, do you? Yeah, I do. Okay, I don't know what he did wrong, but <laughs> I don't know what did he uh, don't want uh, to talk. Rams are shoving it down 49ers' throats right now. Good call so far. All right, very very early, Kevin. Very, very it is early. early, but it's good to get out to a good start. It's better than it being the other way. So, right. I wish I could think of somebody else, but I can't. I can't. No, that's a good one, though. That came out of left field, and that was one of our better ones we've had lately. Yeah. So, Tiger's still the worst for me. I, I just, I was sick when I saw that. Who? Tiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just felt like, Tiger, you let me down. Not that you care, but come on. Don't do that stuff, you know? Um, I was going to ask, where did Sylvain go? Where'd you go, Sylvain? Where was that comment? He was talking about hockey. Hockey. That's what I was going to ask. Are you excited for hockey? It's almost, I mean, they're playing right now, uh, exhibition games. Yeah. Almost here, a couple weeks. I would say next week, isn't it? Uh, I think it's the 9th or the 10th. That's next week. Today's the 3rd. Are you excited is the question. Obviously. Me too. I don't say that I'm optimistic yet because I got to see the blues. But I love hockey, so sure I am. I let's tell you what the best thing that ever happened was when uh, they 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 all the games are now on ESPN Plus, right? So uh, used to I would just watch like the Blues and then whoever was on the national feed. I can watch every game. Yeah, and I got into hockey. I'm into hockey big time, but way way more last year than ever before. So, yes, I'm extremely excited. I'm counting down the days. Yeah. I can't wait to bet it. I had a good time betting it last year, hardcore for the first time. So, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I, I am too. And I think the Blues are going to be pretty good. The problem, you got to be better than pretty good in the conference they're in. 
right. Everybody's good. You slip one little bit and you're out. Yeah. So. Everybody, everybody's good. Yeah. Uh, let me get an official date here. When that thing starts. Uh, I think it's the 10th. Let's see. October, October 11th. October 11th. Yeah. Good. Uh, we got the baseball playoffs to be starting next week too. Mm-hmm. I think it's next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baseball will be good. We've been following it a lot more this year. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Going to be fun. I can't wait, man. I Like I said, I love hockey. I could watch anybody play anybody. So, yeah. And I would say on the Dudes Who Bet Daily, I'm probably just going to go to hockey once it starts. I'll be like, Magic does a CFL every day. I'm doing hockey every day. You the hockey. Yep. Easy enough. All right. I got to pick a winner, too. So well, Here's the deal. I'm super, super pissed about picking horses on that show because I can never guess what the odds are going to be. Okay. So Sunday, I loved a horse called Chocolate Gelato uh, in the eighth at Belmont. I know you I did. Thought, I thought she'd be three to five. I know you did. So I picked a horse in the in the ninth who I thought would be eight to five. Okay. Chocolate Gelato is who I liked most, but didn't want to do it because the odds. And I don't want to give out low prices. Right. Chocolate gelato goes off at eight to five, eight mm. to freaking five, and wins by five links. Mm. The horse, I'm very busy in the tenth, goes off at three to five. Oh god. And gets beat. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know, Kevin. You're right, but we try to make it to where no, it's not gonna happen. I don't we should. We gotta do something. We gotta do something to change it. Cause I, I hate giving out horses now because I like like my best bet was chocolate gelato, but I thought the horse would be like three to five. And so I didn't give out that horse. And now all of a sudden I give out another horse that I thought odds would be higher, but then they are lower and it's not the one I liked the best. Anyway, I was so pissed Sunday. So I don't know. I may just do hockey. Well, maybe you ought to give the alternate pick. Casey is the answer. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Carr says uh, Preds and Sharks Friday in Prague. In Czechoslovakia, used to be Czechoslovakia, Czech Republic. Oh shit! Did I miss that? Well, that's and then the regular season in North America starts on the 11th. Okay, all right, gotcha. Sharks and fr- Friday. So hold on, are they playing? Like, is that a regular game or is that a preseason game? I would say it's a regular game. Oh, really? Or the Czech Republic. Preds and Sharks. Okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm picking one of those games, Car Ramrod. I'm doing it. <laughs> Once they're playing real hockey, I don't like this preseason stuff because I don't I don't have enough information on who's playing, who's not. Once they're playing real hockey, I'm picking those games. I'm going NHL every every time. So <laughs> see, and yes, we should have two racing best bets, something. I gotta change it because I want to give racing picks, but it's that show is hard with racing, right? Oh. Yes. Another example on I'm Saturday. Okay. On Saturday, I wanted to give out Life is Good over Law Professor Exacta. And I thought, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because it's not going to pay enough. And I don't, I, you know, I don't want to do it. It paid three and a half to one. I never would have guessed that. But five minutes to post when I saw that, I bet it because it's like, oh shit, it's paying three and a half to one. So. Yeah. Uh, no, Chocolate Gelato was not the power play because of Speedboat Beach out at Santa Anita. 
I, I had that horse as the power play on Sunday. Chocolate Gelato was under consideration, though. That was one or two or three I was looking at. Yeah. So, and again, I I don't know. I, I just, I screwed that up. So, anyway, that's my rant. We got to get off here. Hell, it's been way too long. So, <laughs> Jason says, uh, as long as it isn't one to nine, who cares? Well, well, Jason, we have stringent rules that we stick by and blame Samich. <laughs> so I, that's my roundabout way of <laughs> blaming him. Well, Samich says it's got to be even money or higher, and that's fine. I, I don't, I'm not yeah, yeah. arguing with it, but it's hard to predict. And I asked Samich, I said, What do you think? This 10 horse, I'm very busy, is not going to be lower than even. He's like, No, no way. Three to five. And it's like, we, What are you going to do? You know, and then it's like, it's like, okay, chocolate gelato. He's like, yeah, it's going to be bet down. I thought about that one too. I was like, yeah, okay. So, it's, I mean, he didn't he didn't think it could happen either. So, Oh, Dennis, he had a 10 to, 10 to 1 winner each day. That's great. That's very good. That is that is fantastic. You're the – was it a Churchill, Dennis? I think I saw the tweet you were doing well at yeah, Churchill, he, right? He, so. he eats them up up there. Yeah, he does. He's a very good Churchill handicapper, no doubt. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I hate Wednesdays on that show because there's not much to bet. Well, get ready because hockey's coming. That'll help. It'll be something besides baseball for me. About this college basketball, you'll have that, Papa Dude. Wednesday college basketball. There's like a hundred games. That's true. See, get excited. Actually, well, Papa Dude went five and zero. Oh. You went five and zero last week. I'm thinking about this coming Wednesday. I'll have to bet a baseball. Game and man, they are tough to bet this time of the year. I don't hear any whining. You get them right every day. So <laughs> you went five and zero last week. So you can do it. All right, that's it. We're getting out too long. You guys are 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 are, are uh, uh, distracting me from ending the show. So <laughs> all right, guys. As always, best best uh, live crowd is due to bet sports. Y'all are awesome. Yep, uh, no doubt. Love it. Love every one of you. But we're going to go now because it's time to go watch uh, the Rams hopefully win for us and Sylvain and Samich and everybody. A lot of weight on the Rams. So we'll see what happens. We'll be back here Thursday. Thanks, guys. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.